0: What is up, everybody? I am George Massey. Please say hello to my co-host, Deedee. Hi. T- Hi. So we're talking Darcy and Stacey this week, and we're on season four, episode nine. And there's a lot. This was a very dramatic episode, so I don't want to waste any time because we don't have a whole lot of time. So first of all, we want to say congrats to Aniko, who has packed up her life and moved to Arizona, and she's going to college, going out on her own, and I think that we have something in common. She said that it was the day that she was supposed to leave for her flight, and she hadn't packed. I usually am not done packing until my flight is about three to four hours from takeoff, so I feel like we have that in common, because I was like, oh, I feel you. I I do that. I'm literally supposed to be getting in my Uber, and I'm still putting things in my suitcase, so I totally understand that, and I love the dorm room, right? Like I felt like it was small and it was generic, but it was clean and it had an air conditioner that you could control. So I feel like Anniko has a nice little place for her and her roommate seemed really nice. And unfortunately, Darcy's life hack kind of left the room smelling like raw sewage because, okay, so what are your thoughts on putting eggs in the microwave? I was always told that you don't put eggs in the microwave Mm -hmm. under any circumstances. Am I right or is Darcy right?
1: I've, I've always been told the same, never do that. So (laughs) I've never, I've never heard of that. I was speechless. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I I was surprised and I was like eggs in the microwave. I've never, I I was just always told not to do it. And then we learned something about Darcy on this episode. So apparently she was at a, a vanilla ice concert. And she was going to go up on stage with him and stage dive, and then everyone who was yelling jump decided not to catch her, and she landed face first and face planted on the ground. So that was interesting, and even Anika and Aspen were like, oh, well, that's embarrassing. And and I love that Anika was like, mom, stop worrying about me. She's like, I'm going to... Take care of my my grades, myself. I'm I'm more motivated in school. And it was interesting because Darcy was so worried. Like it's interesting to see this side of her the motherly side of her because we always see her in her relationships and in her business and sometimes she's making decisions that we don't agree with but being a mom darcy really has it down she is such a great mom and i felt like she was so worried and she's it's gonna be difficult because her two daughters are the the most constant things in her life other than her sister stacy and her dad so she's gonna be like really trying to adapt to a lifestyle of knowing that her little girl is a grown adult woman living her own life on the other side of the country. So I feel like those emotions were so real on this episode.
1: Yes. And, and I can totally, um, feel exactly where Darcy's coming from. I mean, I'm a mom and, you know, my daughter lives an hour from me and I'm always like, you know, texting, calling, you know, just to see if she's okay, and you know, so I can, you know, definitely relate. Um, I wouldn't know how to react if my daughter flew, pretty much, you know, across the world to to college. I mean, but Annico, she, she has got a good head on her shoulders, and Darcy is, she's a wonderful mom, you know. Um, and I loved seeing that side of, you know, Darcy, um, uh, in this episode. That really you know that that's a side that we never get to see you know yeah so
0: that was nice really special to, it was it was special it's nice to see that side of her because we always see you know her in her personal life and you know she did try to leave her daughters out of the show in the beginning. And then she kind of brought them in later on. And it's just Mm -hmm. nice to see that side of her. So I want to talk about Stacy because she was unable to find a dress in a store that she liked. And we know she's been planning this wedding this whole season. And Florian has been trying to stop her from planning the wedding this whole season, because everything is like, too expensive, waste of money, out of control. So Stacy found this woman, Katarina Bucci, who is a huge, big name dress designer. And she specializes mm-hmm. in personalized dresses. She makes dresses that are made for specific women, what they want. And they even talk about the, the designs that they want. And she decided on like a mermaid fitted dress. So this dress is mm-hmm. going to be Amazing. and she was going to show Stacy kind of the the design that was gonna go on the dress, not the actual dress. And with permission from Stacy, so Florian could see it because Florian was like, you know, even in my culture, in my country, you're not supposed to see it. But it wasn't the full dress. So they did show Stacy the vision that they had been talking about and creating. And it looked amazing. And the fact that she said that each piece was hand sewn. Can you imagine how many hours that took? Because there had to be like five or six thousand stud diamonds on that. And she was just like, oh, yeah, all of this was hand done, hours and hours of work. And I was like, how amazing is that? They didn't say how much it was going to cost. I guarantee you we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, first off, you know, um, us women, we—that's uh, whenever we're small. That's what we dream of, you know, the perfect wedding, the perfect dress, you know, the perfect look. And I was like, "Come on, Florian, you're trying to talk her out of it. Come on now, this is Stacy. We're talking about Stacy here. Come on, she's got to be, you know, top notch. It's got to be like a showstopper when she walks in the room, and." You know, just seeing her get emotional off of just a little sample piece, I can imagine how emotional she's gonna be whenever the whole dress is done. Like, I mean, just by that little sample piece, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, it's it is gonna be a gorgeous dress. I'm excited. I can't wait to see the the finished, you know, the finished dress and exactly, you know, how it's gonna be. And and but with it being Stacy. She's going to be gorgeous anyway. So
0: it's going to be in a a sight to see. So after the dress, after seeing the dress, she got a missed call from Conrad. Conrad is their designer back at House of 11 in LA. And apparently the samples that Conrad sent them, the promo samples for the Impossible Kicks collab were needing to be sent back to LA so they could go to production because they're going to be launching this very soon. And they need a large amount of of clothing to put in the stores for this launch. So the problem was they were waiting to do a promo shoot for the actual sample. So they had something to post on social media, something to put on HouseOfEleven.com, And Darcy was obviously in Arizona and couldn't do that. So Stacy made an executive decision. She's been making a lot of those this season. And she decided that she and Florian were going to have a last minute photo shoot and get some promo material because she felt something is always better than nothing which i actually agree with but darcy didn't feel the same way darcy felt like as a 50 50 shareholder in this company she should have been notified even if she wasn't going to be in the photos she wanted to be able to have a say In it, And she also said that she would have used more than one model. She would have had guys and girls and she would have done different backgrounds and she would have wanted a glam team. And a lot of the stuff that she wanted, I don't know if they had enough time for because I know that this was very last minute. They had to like FedEx overnight these these samples back to L.A. So I know Darcy wanted to have her say in it. But how much of that do you think was feasible? Do you think that if Stacy would have called her they would have had time to pull off the photo shoot that Darcy wanted or do you feel like this was the best that they could have done with the amount of time they had?
1: In this situation, I would have to be, you know, on Stacy's side because, you know, she was trying to give Darcy the time and the respect, you know, for her to get everything organized with Aniko out in um, Arizona with the college and with her being pressured to overnight the material. Um, it's like they had one, one day to the next no, um, to the next to get everything done. And I think it was uh, blown out of proportion, just a little bit on, on Darcy's side. Um, I, I see, I see where Florian and Stacy was going with it. Um, you know, like Stacy said, you know, the, the business has to go on. It can't stop for anyone. It has to keep right. going.
0: I feel like they had good intentions. Like, I don't yes. feel like that Stacy and Florian did this in any devious way. Because I feel like Darcy looked at it as, well, you waited till I was out of town, and you started making decisions without me, and you're doing things that I wouldn't approve of. And I don't feel like Stacy and Florian had any negative intention when they did it. I felt like they felt this was a good business decision, because once the samples were gone, they probably weren't going to get anything back until a day or two before the launch. And they weren't going to have a lot of time to get promotional photos done, because they could have posters made, put in the store um, to show people. They could have banners outside. They could have social media posts leading up to the event, but without the samples, they wouldn't be able to do that. So like you said, I think that they did it in the best interest of the business. But since Darcy was left out of it, she kind of felt like, well, you don't get to decide what's the best interest of the business without me. But when it comes to business, it's kind of like show business, you know, like Stacy said, it has to go on. You have to make decisions. And if someone isn't there to make a decision, Stacy being a 50-50 shareholder, she isn't allowed to make decisions on her own, being that much of a shareholder. And that blow up at the end that we watched, you know, I guess that's That's part of the consequences of being a business owner, especially when you're sharing it with someone else, because it's hard to please two people, right? Like, you know, you're doing something that in your mind is right, but in the other person's mind, they're like, well, I would have had better photo shoot. I would have had a better um, background. I would have had, and it's like, I would have, I would have, I would have, but you weren't there to do it. And it's like, I want to, I want to be on Darcy's side, but I feel like Stacey did the best that she could with the time she had. And I yeah. and Stacey was like, just say thank you, you know, say thank you to me for what I did, because I didn't have to do anything. We wouldn't have anything at all. And Darcy's like, well, it kind of looks like we don't have anything at all. You know, like I don't like what came out of this. And I I hate seeing that because I remember there was a time when Darcy and Stacy were so close watching the seasons and watching them back on 90 Day. And Darcy said something on this episode that caught my attention. She said when she got back to. Miami, the first thing she did was call Leslie. And I was like, I remember a time when she would get back to Miami and the first thing she would do is call her sister. And I was like, it's really growing evident that they're growing apart. And this season has really showcased how different they're becoming. And it's almost scary because we've watched them literally dress alike, do the same things. They were going to have a wedding and get married at the same time. And now they don't even speak like there's times where one will be out of town, come back in town, not even call the other one and say, I'm home. I'm here. I made it safely. And it's like their relationship is really changing. And I think it has to do with the fact that Stacy is getting married and Darcy isn't. And it's funny that this is driving them apart because Darcy marrying Georgie wasn't a good idea. And I feel like she made a great decision postponing and stopping and ending that relationship and speaking of that there's a new guy that she's kind of excited to start talking to named Zach um I want to get your thoughts on Zach because he's more her style right
1: so far (laughs) (laughs) so far (laughs) I was like like um just by looking at the picture and and talking to him on the phone it was like she just she fell in love and that's That's Darcy. That's who Darcy is. That's who Darcy has always been. And I I don't, I don't, I don't really know what to say on this one because just like every time I think Darcy is, is she's going, she's fast forwarding it too fast and she needs to like pump the brakes just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And, but Darcy deserves happiness. Darcy deserves, you know, the best in life. but for her to, you know, make the comments that she made just by looking at a picture and talking to him on the phone, you know, talking about vibration all over her body and stuff—I mean, that's just that's going. I mean, that's Darcy, you know, but that's going a little bit too fast. She needs to pump the brakes just a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's all in all the time, and I think that yeah. she is excited about the idea of finding someone, and I think. Like you said, she falls in love with their looks and and an idea. And I think she should focus more on getting to know that person and seeing if they're compatible because attractive doesn't make them compatible. And I think Darcy, she kind of bases her compatibility on attraction. And I think that's kind of how we've ended up in this place with her and her dating history now, because attraction is like her number one. Um, thing that she's looking for. And unfortunately, attractive people can be horrible people. So it's like we have to focus a little more on the deeper. Inside of that person, and not just how good looking they are on their Instagram, and I think that's something that we're going to learn along the way with Darcy. All right, we've run out of time. First of all, thank you so much to my co-host Didi Castile, for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I'm George Mossy. Make sure you're following me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, GeorgeMossy.com, and anywhere you get your podcast. This has been the George Mossy Show. We will talk to you guys really soon.